0: I just came across Hyrox. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this in my life. never. And I just maybe three weeks ago ish I come across it. Um I was having a conversation with the his name is Sam Tooley. He is yes. the founder of Alpha Fit Club of New Jersey. They franchise the bunch. He's like a, a ten thousand at ten thousand just did like a little mini video series on him or something like that. Um, oh, yeah cr- yeah crazy fit kid. anyway. And he's like, HyRox rocks and deck. I'm like, what? what the fuck is he talking about? Deck of the stones? I don't know like- what HyRox rocks is. What is it? So um, high rocks is if CrossFit is obviously what CrossFit is. And you look yes. at the athletes into it. What's the most popular fitness methodology in the world? Running. Yes. It's like high rocks was a business idea. It was like, well, CrossFit's great. But what we're going to do is we're going to create a CrossFit event that's endurance-based. So it's like it's an hour long. It's a race. And the race is the right. same race everywhere, every time never changes because that's what endurance runners understand 26.2, 26.2, it never changes. So it's a 1000, it's a 1000 meter run followed by a fitness event. So it'd be like something like, um, a a very, very heavy, like 420 pound sled pool for like whatever, you know, and then it's another thousand meter run and then it's another fitness event and a thousand meter run and another fitness event. And you do eight fitness events like one's a hundred wall balls yeah. and then eight splits of a thousand meter runs. Um, and so, yeah, Is like that in guy, Australia, man? it's I everywhere. Know. It's all over the fucking world. Like I completely, hate- so it started in Germany yeah, and it's huge. And I'm like this in the, like, you look at the athletes in it, they don't look like CrossFitters. They don't have the physique of CrossFitters. Yeah. Um, even the guy who's the best Hunter McIntyre, so yeah. he was like – I think he competed in CrossFit. I just, I don't know if he did real well in CrossFit, but he's a freak yeah. endurance athlete, and he is like the world champion. He's like the Rich Froning of Hyrox. Rocks. Yeah. But I just looked at this. I was like, this is super interesting that from a business perspective, there's more runners than there are CrossFitters. Runners yeah. don't identify with CrossFit. Can I create a – a hybrid you know that hybrid athlete concept is yeah, yeah, strength yeah. and endurance like can i create a, a fitness event that would, in, that would be encouraging to them to, yeah for them and i just think i'm like yeah. oh my god this is so it's super interesting i'm a
1: that's cool i yeah. just had a look at it U- europe and north america only so
0: oh really no australia man. Maybe I'll yeah. bring it to Australia. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. <laughs> Maybe I should. But um, all right. So uh, what is up, guys? It is Stu. It is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. And I've got another segment of branding with Boris. I apologize for our prelude. We were just shooting the shit here. Um, Boris, what's up, buddy? Man,
1: 2023, ready to rock. 2022 yeah. was, a, was a great year in, in branding. Um, but yeah, man. Here we go. We haven't done this in a while. I, I know. I know. It's been a minute. I've, I've, I've missed talking to you. That's why we were, I was just catching up with Stu on his endeavors to run a three hour marathon, which, um, <laughs> which is no small undertaking having run a few myself and never near three hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, 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 no,
0: Not a few. Just what was the last race you did?
1: Okay. The last one I did was an ultra marathon. It's called the ultra trail Australia. It, it's a hundred kilometers. So 60 miles. Oh. Um, and I, I'm not fast but I can, I can grind. And it was a grind. It was, it took me 17 hours and 39 minutes to finish that thing.
0: That's, it just, that blows my mind. Like when I think of like running this marathon, I can be able to wrap my head around three hours. Like I'm okay. Like I can do that. That's a Joe Rogan podcast. I can wrap my head around it. (laughs) 17 hours, like literally for the amount of time you're running, you could fly to America almost.
1: Yeah. Well, no, very much so. Yeah. Um th- 13 hours to LA from They're, Sydney. Okay. Yeah. Um, so And then a little bit extra to get to Charlotte, but. Yeah. 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 You could do a lot of shit in that time and you're just out there kind of, kind of running, but. Um, so
0: I've been, so when you're out there running, so like uh, Jess's cousin is yeah. an a big ultra runner and yeah he i think he micro doses mushrooms or he, he's either high when he runs and does those long cool. 100 mile things like <laughs> and i started doing just a little bit of research on it it's like that's something that's actually somewhat like small percentage like popular yeah. in the running community because they're it, like it, i it, mentally need to go
1: somewhere else yes also i think it's 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 not even mentally going it somewhere else it's like you're already in this in this experience that's extremely transcendent, you know, because ultimately it gets very quiet out there, you know, you're just out in the bush on the trail and stuff. You're by yourself and (laughs) and, you know, everything kind of falls away. Like your, your daily problems aren't there anymore. So it already has elements of that. I think people who either like smoke some weed beforehand or edibles or, or mushrooms or something, they're looking for even more of that, um, spiritual transcendental experience yeah. it's not necessarily to get away from the from the feeling of oh, i'm running this thing and it's incredibly hard it's more let me find some meaning and purpose in this um that can that can give me some insight or some some kind of some kind of evolution yeah. right and, that, and and that's i think that's that's the crux of why people do this stuff like see what's on the other side of it
0: so and yet yeah, was yours was a trail race correct
1: correct yeah okay
0: so and jess i went and saw hers and that's the first like trail race event i've ever really yeah. watched
1: and, 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 and let's qualify something right like i'm a very much middle of the pack back of the pack slow dude jess is a thunderbolt right she came first in that race that she did yeah. the, the, the 50k like she's yeah. she, legit she's-
0: yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's in the girl's blood. She's an absolute fucking, she's an absolute aerobic stud. Um, yeah. Which, but like, so the thing I noticed when I was out there, because I was watching a bunch of the guys running in the, like a bunch of the men's heats, the guy, mm-hmm. the men of many of them were very athletic looking, like from a muscular yeah. build. And, and I'm like, maybe they did a sport prior, but I'm, I also started like, when I watched them run, you run a trail and I've never ran a trail, like, yeah. You know, people like I like the scenic route. I'm like, I like passing. I like having to run away from crackheads in the city. Like I like running through the city and dodging buses. (laughs) Like I don't stop at intersections. I go and play Frogger with it. It keeps it interesting for me. But like people who like that scenic shit. I mean, you're, I mean, you know, you're stepping, you got your, your laterally step, juke, juke a root, jump over this thing. Like I, but you're going slower. And and you have so many inclines like way more aggressive than on a road. No wonder these guys is their legs are just fucking tree trunks.
1: It's like a cyclist. Yeah. Well, pretty much. But Let me tell you, that's a relatively new phenomenon in trail run. Right. Really? Like the, like Nick bear Jack. Yeah. 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 Like ripped guy. Who's also spending four or five days in the gym lifting weights. That's a new phenomenon in trail running. And the reason I say that is because I started um I did my first trail race. It was the same race as I did, but it was the 50 kilometer version, so half. And when I stood on that start line then, I was the biggest guy there. I was doing CrossFit at the time, you know, like I was a little bit smaller than I am now, but I was like, you know semi-jacked, you know, with like a nice layer of, of insulation on top of it. So I wasn't like ripped or anything like that, but I was the most muscular guy there. By far, this time around, especially in the 50k version, dudes are like that. They're rich, they're jacked. They're like, you can tell this isn't all of it. And I think part of it is trail running's exploded, popularity of trail running's exploded. And I think it's you lock people up. Most places around the world, people were locked up in their house for like two years and they realized, I need some trees around me. I need some nature. Like, I need to get the fuck out of this house. As far away as possible, and the city will not cut it. Like, is it? I don't want to. I don't want to hear. I
0: went. I went to the other way. I I looked at it like, okay, these guys are fucking. These guys squat. They deadlift. These guys are strong dudes, and trail running. Um, you're running at obviously a slower pace than you can on the road, just because of the natural obstacles and the change in the the switchbacks, all the things you have to do. So you're able to go. Yeah, it's it's again, it's probably a much lower pace. Yes. I don't know where the heart rate is in com in, you know when in, I don't yeah I wonder what the difference would be in someone running a trail race for mm. the same distance as the road, um, but I imagine like if I'm a stronger slower heart rate, okay much yeah I'm like I can probably maintain a zone two high yeah. zone two low Z three type thing and just endure this, and if I have enough Absolutely. strength endurance you know um, get my big ass tree trunk legs like you know I I got to imagine. Like, have you ever done the assault bike legs only or the echo bike legs only, not had the arms involved, adjusted that? Yes. That I got to imagine that's kind of what it feels like, like at some point to a degree. Especially if
1: if you're one of these guys who's running the uphills, because the general rule with trail running is, you know, unless you're up there, unless you're a Jess, okay, and you're going to win the race, hike the uphills, you're walking, you're hiking the uphills, you're running the flats and the downhills. And even some people don't run the downhills because it's so tough on the quads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think I think you're right. Like these dudes are looking for another outlet. We can't discount the David Goggins effect,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Because he's the ultimate stud, and he's brought trail running into into the into the hemisphere of, of a lot of people. So yeah, it's a combination of factors. But I think one of them is we realized during the pandemic, like, hey man, you know, time in nature is important and it matters, and 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 people spent more time outside, and they were like, man, like i should spend i should be out here more like and i could still push myself and get a good workout in but i'm outdoors and i'm getting sunshine and it's healthy and yeah and zone two is a nice place to be man yeah it's it's hard running on the road at like a zone four pushing yourself really hard all the time like that's it's all suffering right but it's different degrees and intensities right
0: yeah no no a hundred percent and um But no, we got to get you out on the
1: trails
0: after this. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, I'm not (laughs) I'm not a runner. That's a noun. I'm just running for the net for the year. And then we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens after that. But um, all right. So uh, so Boris and I recently um, I was sending him some pictures, but we got to enjoy a client that we both have been working on. Working with, um, we still are, uh, to just mm-hmm. had her grand opening for her studio um, in Char- outside of Charlotte. It's a little a suburb called Pineville, right outside of Charlotte. And it was, it was cool because this was the first time you and me, WTF, and Macon Creative have, have teamed up on many clients before. This is the yeah. first time it was those two, and then the Jim Real Estate Company. So Jim I was real able State to work with them. yeah
1: New entrant. Yeah. So I
0: was able to work with her, get her the lease, get the negotiations, the outfit, the whole process, permit, all that fun stuff. And then, also, you know, now I work with her on the business side and you did the branding side. And I thought there'd be a cool kind of case study, like kind of for us to talk about. It's a unique studio. It's a women's only studio. Um, and it's a, and my thing that I like the most about it, she's a part time owner. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, let's. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go ahead. Go ahead and introduce the client and kind of give you know from your perspective uh, how what this project was like for you from a branding perspective.
1: So, Joelle reached out to me, and at first it was going to be the super tight timeline because she was going to open like imminently, um, but then that got stretched out because of permits and 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 things like that. And essentially, she did everything by the book. Which slows things down, you know. Yeah. Um, on, on that side of it, which you know way better than I do. But the time pressure kind of got taken off it a little bit, which allowed us to go deeper into some things. And usually if someone comes and they have like a super, super quick turnaround, I almost have to say, like, hey, look, I'll make the decisions and you just have to go with them because that's what the timeline dictates. But the ideal is that we have a bit more time. And we can do a few revisions. We can do a few rounds. So it, it turned out to be a very immersive kind of journey for both myself and Joel of figuring out what this brand was going to be. Um, she had me at, at Moxie, like the name of the of the studio. I was like, that is perfect name. And she's like, it's women's only. It's it's designed purely for women's bodies, for women's experience of life. And, and I was like, I'm real. And, and so like, you know, when we started diving into strategy, because everything begins with strategy, like imagine if someone said, hey, we're a women's only gym. I'm like, yeah, cool. Got you. Like simple, elegant logo, pink background. Here's your brand. Give me my 500 bucks. And that's it. And then you just have a pink logo, right? Yeah. Instead, you you dive into strategy, and then you get to tell this story in a much more meaningful way. So that's where we began. And um, I might share my screen here, if that's cool. Yeah, let me go ahead and give you uh, permission. Sure, a few things, and I'll try to talk through this for the people who are only listening. All right, you should be good. Okay, yep. Yeah. So this is kind of like my strategy document that we put together. And I'll just take you through a few key points. And the first one is the mission, which is to guide women to live their essence through movement. So it's essentially a movement through movement. That was the idea. Um, The brand vision is that it's a brand in a space that's unapologetically for women, right? And that was like, Joelle was very firm on that. She's like, you know, we want a place that's, that's just for women. This is this is a space for us. It nurtures, um, you know, how women are, what women want to experience, and it's to serve her essence, serve her body. That was part of the core values. Serve her mind, and just kind of understanding that being a woman is a very unique experience. And I want to address like, how come a dude's doing the brand? It's like, it, it, just because I'm not a woman <laughs> doesn't mean that I can't help interpret what Joelle's saying and, and bring it out in a, in a storytelling way. So suppose in like a, if we're going to romanticize the whole journey, it's like women creating the brand for, for women, but it didn't work out that way. I'm not a woman. So, <laughs> but at the same time, I can understand where she's coming from and asking a lot of questions allowed me to build this brand in a way that honors all of that stuff that she was talking about. And it was very aspirational. Um, Because this is the process for Joelle where, like you said, you know, she has her full time job, she might not be that fulfilled by it. So she's learning all these things through this process of creating this business for herself. And she wants to do it to empower other women to also realize her aspirations. Realize i, just, that I love how you break like serve the do.
0: pop serve the populations that need some moxie like just even the way yeah. you break down like when they spit and i because i've been the guy just spewing shit out of my brain and my mm-hmm. face to you and yeah. then the way you yeah. always come back and you put it into words and it's always like hey why couldn't i have thought that myself this seems like i should have been able to yeah. say that but um but yeah, no. Even just as I'm reading this, and you're kind of going through these aspirational values of yeah. hers, and yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I know she didn't say it just like this. I know this is like your interpretation, yeah. and that's just like that's one of the gifts you have is the ability to take, um, sixty percent nonsense, forty percent like <laughs> nuggets, and then turn yeah. it into hundred percent nuggets.
1: Thank you. Uh, it it is it is something of a gift. It's something that that I'm definitely good at inherently but like i said to a client earlier because he was like man like you you said this to me like so clear." so i'm like you do this maybe once or twice a year if you're lucky for your business i'm doing this every day yeah all day right so it's reps as well you know um and it's the process it's having someone across from you like when you and i did um you know for for um the movement when i've done it with any client Sometimes it just takes someone on the other end to ask the questions and hear it correctly and then be able to formulate it. So that's I think that is one of my strengths is I can take all that kind of stuff that's living in your head that, that seems disconnected and disjointed and put it all together and, and, and put it in a way that people can understand. We dove into her ideal client, which was Maeve. You know, she's a social butterfly. She makes mom life look cool. You know, so we're framing a picture in our head of, you know, women who are definitely identifying as being a mom, but they still want to retain something for themselves because um, I think as parents, we can all agree. It's easy, it's the inclination and almost the the demand from life is that this is all encompassing and you put everything into the family now. And I can imagine that that that's strong for me as a dad. It's 100% stronger as, as a mom. And it's about retaining something for yourself, retaining some of your moxie for yourself. And you know, we we map out like what does this look like a year on? Maeve has fully embraced herself in this season of her life, you know, she's she's got a bigger perspective on how things function. So and you then, so
0: for everyone listening, so not only do yeah. Boris do um, you know, a, a the ideal client avatar, which by the way, do does anyone ever just hit you up just for that kind of work? I just want you to help me figure out my avatar. I, I think I'm good enough on the messaging, I'll do it after that. But do you have people who just hit you up for that?
1: They they do. And they try to buy it and really take that work on for the reason that I need to understand a lot more. Sure. And selfishly, I love to be the one to then take it and create it and craft yeah. it and stuff like that. I have done, I have done it before. And I actually, it's interesting you bring that up because obviously there's a there's a my price is prohibitive for some people. Right? Sure. For some people, it's like yeah, that's cool. For some people, it's prohibitive. I'm actually putting something together, like a self-guided version of this workshop that I run. I'm putting together a self-guided version for people who want to go through this process cool. and understand their ideal client and understand everything, but don't have the money or, or or aren't ready to go all in on this huge branding project. They just need a strategic understanding of their ideal client and of their of their business. Yeah. And if anyone's, themselves. if
0: you're just listening to this, make sure you go back. Uh, If it's on Spotify, the video will be there. It'll be on YouTube as well, but like go and just look at, I mean, Boris is being very, very generous, going ahead and sharing uh, some of this information as well in here and just like how well he puts this thing together. Um, But uh, yeah, no, dude, I mean, this is yeah. great. And then I love this. It's like, okay, this is your avatar and then this is yeah. your avatar after a year and it's yeah. so keep going. Cause this is just awesome.
1: So, you know, like, we address things like may feels mentally and physically better coming to Moxie has deepened her relationships with her friends who go together. And I encourage the owners that I work with, like, look at this document regularly, set yourself a time in your calendar, look at this regularly because it reminds you of where you're trying to take these people, where you're trying to get from these people. And when they've been with you for a year, are these the kinds of things that they're saying, you know, have you achieved what you set out because strategy is completely forward facing, right? But we don't know if we're hitting that mark unless we go back to the strategy and look at the strategy again. So, this is kind of an exploration of what will bring you fulfillment in this business and what do you want to, how do you want to serve people and what do you want to create in their life. And if you look back and and you're creating that. that's an incredible moment for an owner to be like, Oh, my God, we have like 16 maves in this gym, who their lives transformed, you know, she's claiming her time, she's saying no to obligations that aren't necessary, she sets better boundaries, you know, all these struggles that she had, in some small part, being at Moxie has helped her with that. That's incredibly fulfilling for, for an owner, especially when you know, we have the day to day of business, and you can get caught up in that race to reflect and be like hey we're actually making a real impact on people the way we hoped we would so real quick i just realized yeah. something as we're going through this did you talk Is to joel
0: no <laughs> did you did you talk to joel already ahead of time uh today the, yeah about us doing this no i didn't all right so i'm calling her right now I just, I, we, oh, we, just permi- we just need permission we just need permission we didn't get that yet <laughs> hey hey i've got you you're uh you're like live on the podcast right now i'm, I'm doing a podcast with boris hey joel Hey. Born. Born on? Yeah, Boris Boris is on you might not be able to hear him because I've got my headset on but we're doing uh, we're I'm doing this segment I do with him called branding with Boris and we're just doing using Moxie as a case study and talking about the brand and everything like that are you cool with that Okay, he's like, we're talking about like your your brand strategy and like how you know his your conversations came together to create the brand and all that kind of stuff. I'll send you the episode afterwards. If there's anything you don't want in it, I'll i I'll edit it out. But I we were doing this. I was like, eh, I probably should have called Joelle ahead of time and told her we were gonna talk about her on the podcast. No, yeah, that's totally fine. Just make sure that Boris tells you about
1: how he popped off
0: on MindBody on email. <laughs> <laughs> Boris Shell the Mind the Mind Body people.
1: I'm going to, I'll, yeah, I'll tell the story.
0: Oh, he hit reply all. Oh, you you were talking shit. I cannot wait to hear this. Very yeah. good. All right, homie. I'll, I'll let you get back to it. Thank you. Bye. That's fucking funny. You, you reply it all and just talk shit.
1: So this is what happened, right? <laughs> um, And and I'll get into the, I'll get into the website for Moxie <laughs> in, in a minute, but basically what happened was we're building this website, right? I'm doing Joelle's website. She's got mind body. That's her CRM. It's all good. I go to embed these forms, right? And there's a form on there that's like uh, an opt-in form to her newsletter. And it's, it's supposed to have, you know, like click here to receive marketing, all that sort of stuff, like, you know, legality opt-in. Um, and it's checked by default, but the check marks aren't showing. This is back and forth with them three, four weeks. Like, hey guys, this isn't working. Can you shoot us a video to show what your experience? Yeah, cool. i shoot the video. I'll send it to them. Oh, we're not seeing it. You know, like just non-solutions for like four weeks, right? So I'm getting frustrated. Joelle's obviously frustrated. She's launching all this stuff. And like, I hate when I care about every pixel and they don't even care about the core of their product, right? So stressful situation. Um, They email us saying, hey, I'm like a customer service specialist or engineer, whatever. And they're like, you know, we're seeing that it's working. So can you double check with your web developer to make sure it's working? And Joel emails me and she's like, Hey, Boris, does this solution make sense? And I hit reply all just out of habit, not even knowing the mind body people are on this email. And I'm like, I think word for word is what I said was you mean the non solution that they just provided. It's not a solution at all. I said, I can't access the site until Monday when I'm back at work, but if I go in and it's not working, like they said, I'm going to rip them a new one on Monday. And is that an expression in America? Rip them a new one? Or is yeah. That yeah. Thing? No, yeah. That's yeah. Not, yeah they, they understand that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, cheers, Boris. And she's like, she sends me an email back. She's like, um, just letting you know you hit reply all on that. And just like so many like smiley emojis. And I looked at it. And at first I have that, had that like pang of like, Oh fuck. But then at the same time, like I, I replied, I'm like, you know what, Joel, I'm not even mad. Because, the, like, you got to set these expectations. It's been four weeks. Like, this is incredibly frustrating. So I don't regret anything that I said. And she was like, I read that. And she was like, oh, this guy just does not give a fuck. And I love no. it. Yeah. So it was a, it Accidentally was a cool bonding controversial. Between, Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a cool bonding moment between me and my client. And, <laughs> and it's like, we're on the same page. And, and for anyone listening, hopefully it's resolved by the time this episode is. But it was a non-solution when I did come in and check it. And, you know, these are the moving parts of of any of these projects, right? And there's frustrations along the way. Having a brand strategy helps because you know what you're actually aiming at. But, yeah, sometimes people will try to to mess with that. So, yeah, that's what Joel was saying. And
0: and I think any client wants to work with somebody, especially in the – con. again, like everyone's – like this is – Joel did what most gym owners wish they had the foresight of doing. She took like this. Is she's one of my, you know, in 2022. I think I did seven, eight, I don't know, under 10, more than five concept studios that we yep. took from start to finish within 2022. And um, when someone, especially in concept, it's such like, again, it's like, I, it's just an idea. It was a back of the napkin idea. And now mm-hmm. I paid a designer and a, and a business consultant and I'm signing permits. Oh, And I signed a lease and all this. And like, you have put your, all your shit out there. And then when, you know, some lazy customer service agent or whatever it is, is kind of like, fucking. she's got a grand opening coming up and it's yeah. like that you want the people in your corner to fucking yeah. stand up for you and be just 100%. as pissed
1: as you are. A hundred percent. And this is why, like, I'm often going to bat for my clients to anyone who is oh you know it's just the code or oh you know it's this and I'm like no they're fucking lying and they're just not doing what they're supposed to do so so I'll you know sometimes hosting companies or whatever but it's not uncommon for me to get on customer service or like go on the online chat and stuff and have these conversations on behalf of my clients because Their expertise is getting people fit, healthy, and they have like business acumen and stuff, but they don't know the ins and outs of hosting for a website, why the domain isn't linking to this other thing. And this is stuff that I need to do my job. So I'll take that off their plate and be like, look, let me deal with it, let me handle it, give me kind of permission to talk to these people because. I hate people being passed around, you know, like, oh, you know, we'll talk to this guy, we'll escalate it to that guy. And it's like, no one's actually. It's a game of telephone. You got to repeat the same problem, to four different people. A hundred percent. And, and, you know, that's, I just see it as part of the service because the way I look at it is like anything that helps you do your job is your job. Yeah. So uh, I kind of see it that way, but yeah, that was a really funny situation. Um, And, and it's cool. Like you'll relate to this. Like when you work for yourself, you hear reply all on something, it's not that bad, but you do that within a company and now your boss is in that and you know it's a bigger problem.
0: Yeah. It, it, this is the first year, so I'm doing work with like uh with push press. And so it's like you know, it's right. I've I've got you know, I've had 1099 brand gigs before and stuff like that, and, and Mariana Tech and, and other brand, and yeah. just like it's one of those ones where I always have to be like, okay, don't type like you talk. these people are they're not like they're not that kind of a client and they're <laughs> you have not to corporatize
1: it, to <laughs> it's a, it's
0: not it's not Isaac you're talking to or your admin yeah. like do not type yeah. like you talk. That's, That's why it. I have the setting on Gmail that I can unsend an email within a thirty second window because
1: same <laughs> I, I, have yeah. 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 I, I have that yeah because I have that because guy. I forget I forget to attach it or like I forget to um yeah it's just in case I forget to include something but yeah, definitely. Chose violence. on Oh yeah. Oh
0: no. Happened. Oh mine's yeah. just yet yeah, because I chose violence, and I'm like, eh, <laughs> probably cunt was not appropriate in that email. I should probably dial that one back. All right. Um. All right. So yeah.
1: So let Let me take this. you through this. Yeah. I'll, take I'll give me through some this. visuals in a minute too. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm just kind of setting the scene. So this is the strategy, and we have you know how we're going to communicate this stuff. Um, and really, it's 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 the vibe that's that's what kind of plants the seed for how things are going to look sound, feel. And so I try to define that. And with Moxie, it's a movement, not a workout. It's an uplifting space with good energy and inspiring women who celebrate each other's Moxie. So there's a lot in that, right? It's, you know, people talk about, we want everyone to feel welcome here. Okay. All of these things don't sound engaging, celebrate each other's Moxie. That's how you include everyone, but you make it sound cool, right? and this um, is your
0: vibe. Like for when, what he just read to you is that that is yeah. like essentially how they describe. someone's like, oh, what's the vibe of your gym? Like, that's what she yeah. would say. That's what her staff will be trained to say. And think of yeah. it. It's two sentences and not one element of it talks about what the workout actually is, which is what most gym owners go to. Well, okay. So we do 45 minute intervals. Like, no, 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 yeah. no. That's not the, that's not what's going to help your marketing and branding nobody Mm -hmm. cares at that deep of a level like you don't look at a a, a commercial for a beer or a food or whatever and they get into the ingredients like deep into the ingredients it's right it's again it's how does it make you feel what's its vibe
1: yeah exactly and if you think about this is an interesting exercise to do because i've been uh, uh, for some reason a lot of perfume commercials have been coming up on my youtube pre-roll maybe i stink but they have to communicate a smell through visuals, right? Which is extremely difficult to do. But if you're a gym owner, think about how would you communicate this if it was a perfect, like just because it it makes you boil it down to the emotion, to the essence, to the the visual of like, hey, maybe if I spray this shit on myself, I'm going to be like Johnny Depp, right? Like how does it make someone visualize themselves? Because branding is all about emotion it's about information as well but essentially it's about creating emotion in people you know so i want to be part of a movement like i want a cool space i want other women who are similar to me but they're unique and you know it makes me feel good that's the vibe that we're trying to create and then you know we kind of think about what does that look like visually you know up here we have this like uh like this kid with her tongue out so it's got a bit of attitude to it yeah you know, but it's also very clean and earthy. And, and this so is kind of is... like
0: the this like the vision mood board kind of yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: I call it a starscape and it's kind of, yeah. it informs where we're going with this, what we're doing, you know, and, yeah. and how, how, how we're going to bring this stuff that we've just uncovered in the strategy session. How do we bring this across to people? I want
0: to get. I want to piggyback on what you were saying when we were talking about Joel's vibe and and how you know the perfume company has to do it. Again, sure. it's it's about breaking it down in ways that I truly believe are layman speak, but and don't talk about the product. So, for example, um, I this might be not a surprise to a lot of people. On the weekends, I like to overindulge in whiskey, and then I generally like to eat my weight and then other people's weight in pizza or whatever it may be. Like that's that's what I yes. like to do. So. Yeah. Um, the other day we've been drinking and, uh, we were talking about pizza and I was like, you know what? I just like, cause you know, when you've been drinking pizza shows sure. up and you're like eating, like it you've does. never eaten before in your life, right? Like you're starving when you're not like, you're just like drunk and you're just eating. And I always Good burn times. my m- and I always burn my mouth. Every time like I pop pee, I always burn that shit. So I, you know, we were joking around like, what's the best, like, what do you want in a pizza? And I was like, I want a pizza. That when I eat it, shit face doesn't burn my mouth or make me shit yeah. my shit my pants the next day. Like I want a pizza that's just going to not burn my mouth and not cause yeah. digestive issues the following day. <laughs> and and that's and like everyone's like, I concur. That's exactly what yeah. I want too. Now I don't know if a pizza company is actually going to pick that up and go running yeah. with that slogan. Right. We don't yeah. burn your mouth yeah. or make you shit your pants the next day. But if they did, you would you have would the attention it. of me and every other yeah. whiskey drinking degenerate probably.
1: Yeah, you every every stone guy on a Saturday night. <laughs> exactly. Like everyone who like needs the pizza right now. Like, I don't right have time. Second. Yeah. To put it on my plate and wait five minutes. I don't have five minutes. No, I'm, I'm drunk to have, and hungry. I'm trying to have third
0: degree burns on my tongue, yeah. right? Like yeah. in the roof of my mouth. But yeah, that's that's guys. So think about that. Like when you're thinking about describing your brand, take out the thing, like just talk about like how do you want the workout, or like how do you think people would want the workout to be? And guess what? If I own a pizza company, I could not have come up with that slogan. I thought of it because yeah. I'm a pizza
1: customer, and I eat pizza. You cu- can't see the label from inside the pizza sauce bottle. That's right, right, that's right. Like it's you, you, you need someone to either take you through a process or to go through a process that's been created that allows you to remove yourself a little bit. And you know, like it's not uncommon for clients to get on the call with a glass of alcohol. Like I had a I had one the other day, um, Austin Teal ten thirty one Fitness, um, in Iowa, and he's he's like your whiskey drinker and stuff, and he had like three or four whiskeys while we did this three hour workshop, <laughs> and he's like it just it just helps me loosen up and it helps me like yeah not think about all the shit that happened today at the gym. It makes me think about the big picture of where I want my business to go. I'm like cool, do what you got to do, like um, bro. That that's from- my kind of guy. That's my guy. That's awesome. Probably someone's been high on one of my calls. Like oh, I 80. bet. Oh, for um, your calls?
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. I, you know, yeah, if it wasn't, yeah. you know, it's because, it's because we have to get up at 3.30 in the morning to talk to you with your the Australian time zone. <laughs> that's, be that's, a- a Charlotte,
1: that, that's a Charlotte problem. You know, it is like a, problem, yeah. a lot of people like, I'm I'm like 8am and they're 4pm, you know, <laughs> the East a, coast. this is easier. It's, you know, but it speaks to your character of like, just having to have it no matter what, if I've yep. talked to this guy at three, if I have to burn my mouth, yep. if I have to shit let's, my pants, I'm getting let's what do it. I want. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, Yeah. So yeah, no, you're right. Say it, say it plainly, man. Like people don't know anything about your business and they're not that curious to learn, yep. you know? we have this fantasy of they're going to read this headline. Then they're going to go, Ooh, what does he mean by that? Oh, Oh, like what, what do you mean? 39 minute workout. What, how's that work? Ooh. Like, you know, they don't, people don't have that either. It captures them or it doesn't. And if you want to capture someone's attention, it's got to be through emotion
0: at the very end of this. I want to know what you think of whether Equinox effectively captured attention with, we don't speak January. You saw that, right?
1: Their campaign I'll tell you right now absolute genius
0: campaign oh yeah 100% save it I want to save it for the campaign. end I want to say we're going to save that for the end we'll save it every, for the end because everyone, I know a lot of people are my... fired up about that oh, um, oh they are yeah. everyone's asked me to do a video I'll give, you, on I'll give it you I'll give you my two
1: cents done. at the end good 100% so yeah this is this is basically Moxie right you know this was my inspiration but I'll take yeah. you through the brand individuals because that's what what's kind of always more fun and interesting everyone wants to see the results right No yep. one wants to see the, the work behind the work this is brand identity, right? So this is the logo that we ended up going with. And we also added an that It's Moxie Fitness Studio, right? The ultimate goal, five years to 10 years, is that people know what this is without without having to have fitness studio attached to it, right? That's a great For That's the a the time font. being, we need to... Your typography yeah, I mean, skills are so
0: high level man. You you identify fonts that just fucking spew the brand. This like because yeah. again she she presented me your you know when you guys did your thing she showed it to me on one of our calls and I was like mm. I fucking knew he was going to nail the font. I mean like <laughs> I know he's going to probably nail everything else but the one thing I know Boris is yeah. always going to crush is the font. The
1: font. You know what? And this is the real MVPs are the font makers. Like the people who there's a million fonts out there, they're like, nah, the one I'm gonna create is gonna be gonna have something, right? And it's the classic thing, like coaches have this, right? Um, it takes me 15 minutes to program a workout, but it took me 10 years knowing what to put into it, right? It might take me 30 minutes to find the font, but it's been 12 years of of experience to know which font to find. So it's that. But this wasn't the first iteration. I'm gonna show you, like, cause we went through, man, I think. I think this was like, this was actually in the second round, but we did five rounds of logos. And this was actually the first iteration that I did. Very clean. Too pulled back. Not enough personality. It
0: looks like a salon, almost. Like, very, like, refined, like, very proper. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And then I went too feminine. that even looks more that looks that looks like fashion even more yeah yeah yeah. so even more like we went to the fashion end of it you know it's images like this and it was too fancy yeah and then the second round that's when this came about okay um but still we were exploring you know this was maybe too far in the like too contemporary too current right because a lot of brands are looking like this right now then Number three, something more organic, something more handwritten, you know, again, because she started exploring scripts. And, you know, a lot of it is Joel as well, kind of saying, hey, what about this? What about that? And I'm like, cool, let's explore it because I want to explore everything to make sure that when we get to the end, we're both like so happy about where we ended up that there's no unexplored territory, right? And then we have a lowercase version of that. And then we went back to you know i think it was the one yeah you know so i said you know we had a bit more time to do the process we didn't have to rush it and it served the brand um but yeah that's that's how the logo came to be and yeah it is when looking for fonts and this is something that people can take as advice is fonts essentially communicate tone right in the absence of having someone in front of you, reading their body language, understanding how they're speaking loud, quiet, soft-spoken, or, or, you know, brash. Do they use the word cunt or not? Are they stood or not? You know, like fonts have the power to communicate that stuff. So with Moxie, there's like, I love the X that has kind of like this duality, right? Between, and, and for me, it's all metaphor. Like it's, you know, who she is and who she's becoming. And and they're always in like an interplay. There's almost emotion to it. So that's the way that I look at it. Colors, you know, this is another thing. We went back and forth on a fair bit till we landed on this palette. Um, and then the fonts. And I put a post up the other day about like, do you think it's worth paying for fonts? And um most people said yes, right? That's surprising.
0: Six. I feel like... It- I feel like okay. I think I think in your Instagram story they're gonna punch yes. But if you told them you got to go buy a font, I remember. I was – So the when you were doing the font with the work for Jim Real Estate Company, I like bore yep. the branding work on that too. For um, I was I had a buddy over or whatever. I'm like, all right, I'm almost done with work. Blah blah blah. And he's like, well, I'm like, check this font out and whatever. And I'm like, I got to go buy it real quick. He's like, you got to go buy a font. And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, why? I'm like, because I don't want one that anyone else can just get.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like now, and granted, anyone it, else can go to buy one. It
0: yeah, yeah. But, but like if the, i want to want to be a little bit barrier of entry to it um but yeah. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised i'm surprised cuz i looked at the result of that cuz I, I saw when you threw yeah. that story up i was surprised as many people said yes and it, and this is one of those things if you've already signed on to work with boris or any brand design guy we're going. And then like, they're like, okay, but it's going to be a $30 font and you're going to make a big deal, but shut the fuck up. Like, just like, again, realize you went and hired an expert to make your shit so fucking unique. Don't then go to fucking Walmart to pick up the (laughs) limit, you know, that kind of stuff.
1: I get it. You know, uh, and most of the time I don't pass the cost on to the client. And the reason for that is I charge a good amount, you know, like I'm happy making what I make and I don't, well, then you also then own, you, also, were to, gonna have to have a, you
0: also have a collection of good fonts now too over time, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's licensing things and legalities and stuff like that that we don't have to get into. But basically, I buy the font because it's going to make my work better, which is going to get me the next job. Yeah. Right? And it's going to, I can't, like having seen this font and knowing it's $165 and then going, no, I'm not going to spend $165 on this font. I'll choose a similar font that's not as good. I'll die inside. I won't sleep. I can't, I can't have that. That's, that's <laughs> like, why you're
0: the best man. But that's why, that's why you're the fucking guy.
1: It's, it's just, it's just, I can't have that. So, and I have a question for you, Jim Real Estate Company, right? We yep. bought that font. I think it was like $60 or something like yeah. that. Maybe we bought a couple of weights. Um, having used it in your content, like, do you notice that it's better than a free font? Bro,
0: I have to keep checking myself because whenever I'm doing like – what, and again, Boris is rebranding WTF too, which is super fun. But like um, – anyway, every time I would go to do a post like WTF or whatever, even respect the tempo, I go because I like it so much. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't use that. I'm like, but that's my favorite fucking font Um, because I uploaded the Canva and all that. But no, I – I do. I absolutely loved it. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I wouldn't have have, like given the green light and bought a font that I didn't like, but I was like, he's not lying. It looks good. And I even went, yeah. And I went, I'm like, I'm going to buy this no matter what, whatever Boris says, I'm just going to go do, but I'm curious. Like, is there something comparable for free on fucking Google? Dude, I probably spent a solid hour just on a Sunday dicking around one day. I couldn't Mm -hmm. find anything that was exactly like, just that had it. Yeah, And I was like, yeah. I get it man and I don't even understand typography at to 1% of what yeah. you understand.
1: Yeah. To if if I can if I make a an analogy to to coaching. You can get a program online. Right? That's good enough. Like recently I bought one of Marcus Philly's programs pump 40. It was like I don't know 40 bucks, 50 bucks, something like that. Cuz I was like I just can't be bothered programming for myself for the next 8 weeks. So I'm going to buy this program Seems to deliver whatever you know that's different to hiring Marcus to coach me individually. Mm -hmm. Nuance comes into play, understanding what we're trying to do, the purpose behind it, everything like that. Font makers are the same way, they're craftsmen in the sense of this font was made with a particular outcome in mind rather than just make a clean font and put on Google Fonts for free. This is like, no, I want this for gym real estate company for example it's for a startup that is sophisticated but doesn't lose its personality still has an approachable nature but isn't cookie cutter so that was the gym real estate font right how does it, that it, work it's high level if, has it's, anyone
0: ever came to you and been like will you make me a custom a through z different weights fonts and then like how do they how do you check the database of fonts that are out there yeah. that you didn't accidentally recreate something that already existed
1: you Know what? It's it, it, pe- people do end up creating very, very, very similar within a millimeter stuff of each other. Um, no one's come to me for that because I can't do that, I don't know how. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm definitely so like these people are it's an art form, right? What I yeah. do is design, they they make art and it's it's but it's art and geometry and precision, and they just know, man, they're they're, they're trained, and that's why they that's why they charge. Like, some fonts are. $2,000. Crazy expense. yeah. Shoot. And and the reason that a lot of big companies get custom fonts made that look a lot like other stuff is because they don't want to pay the licensing fees, right? If you get like, a, IBM went through this, right? And and they actually, their font is open source. It's IBM Plex and you can get it on Google Fonts. But they were using, I believe it was Universe, a phone call Universe, and they were spending in excess of $6 million a month on licensing fees just so everyone in their company could use that font because that's the font, right? And instead they spent probably several million dollars creating a font of their own that they have complete rights to. And then that business expense goes away. So there's a there's a there's a financial like smart financial factor yeah, to yeah. it as well. But yeah, no one's come to me to create an alphabet and, and they never will because that's not how I put myself out there and I'm incapable of it. But font makers are heroes. And back to Moxie, like receive display is is this absolutely beautiful font. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, you know, and I even said I'm supposed to be professional and just present the work without inserting my opinion. But come on, look at how pretty.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, and I
1: said that to Joel in the presentation, like, look at the curves, look at like, and when I look go back to the vibe and the strategy, I'm like, this is that. You know, for me, it evokes that feeling, right? Um, so that's fonts, man. And the the whole kind of overarching goal with this was to be feminine, but not girly, right? Because we're, we're not dealing with a 17-year-old girl. We're dealing with a 35-year-old girl. Yeah, woman. we're not
0: doing hot pink and all that shit. No, no,
1: no. Uh, because that's 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 kind of the low-hanging fruit almost yep. in a way. Like, we're a women's brand. We're a women's gym. It's pink, you know, like, and, and yep. there's no fun in that. Um, image shapes. How do we put images, you know, like, so I created these kind of these shapes that, you know, cause we have kind of Bohemian influences and stuff like that. And looking at that source material reference material, how do we bring that, but modernize it, make it contemporary. Like this is a very modern facility, some illustrations, you know, like line work and stuff like that. Um, and then yeah, culture kit, which is like a series of badges that represent the brand um, movement through movement. And it's not related to fitness it's related to womanhood it's related to nature and finding your essence and stuff like that because a workout's a workout at the end of the day right there's there's varying degrees of effectiveness and and engagement but to someone looking at your gym and the five others in the in the area as long as they're both similarly priced and close to each other you have to you're going to win on brand if you're the one who can make people feel something so designed for women like this kind of starscape we had an idea of like that being representative of moxie and saying find yours you know move that energy all this sort of stuff that here's to strong women you know and they she yeah. has that on the wall now you send me that photo
0: yeah um, I, I got a bunch of images when i was there for the she had a soft opening on a friday uh mm-hmm. great turnout and no workout just again and a lot of people like i a lot of my concept gyms like you don't have to have a workout like they're like, really? Like, I'm like, no, like to watch how many more people you get when they can show up dressed up with whatever they're gonna do Friday night, they can come yeah. here and they can come there ahead of time. And it's way better. Everyone thinks like I gotta, I gotta such a good a, idea. Yeah, that's I gotta give a them a workout. Idea. I gotta give them a workout. No, you don't give them cocktails and then yeah. let your coach your trainers walk around and talk to people and just you know, walk the facility. You get to talk about the workouts, like all that shit. Yeah.
1: Brilliant. I, I think that's such a smart strategy for it. Um, and then yeah, how do we do this on social media? How do we mm-hmm. You know, put these badges on there and then allow her to talk about some of the philosophy behind Moxie. How do we do promotions? You know, we have the concept of first ladies, like the founding members, you know, like everything has to have a name, everything can be branded, everything has to have that yep. that feeling injected into it. Yeah, and I then, love the
0: I love the first ladies. Like that that's that's what they called the uh, the founding membership there for their yeah. pre-sell. And I just I thought that was so great.
1: Yeah, and and a lot of it is about celebrating, you know. The Moxie and every every woman, and you know, kind of having having a way to do that, a way to celebrate it, whether it's on their birthday or when they've joined, or spotlighting a trainer. You know, when I'm creating brands, I'm kind of thinking about where can we take this and what can we show through it. You know, what can we say about it? And yeah, this was a first lady's concept, right? Um, emails like we design all this stuff, and you can see that if you put this together everything has a consistent feel and, you know, always bang on about clarity and consistency and authenticity. It matters. And it's like the rub is everyone's starting to have a consistent brand because Canva can spit it out for you. Right? So now what? Now you have to differentiate. Now you have to be better than the generic version that anyone has. Right. And that's where something like this comes into play where you have, you know, we're going to create a journal called strong her you know where we celebrate the women you know uh motherhood and friendship this is kind of like a concept of an artist that trains at moxie um you know welcome letters and stuff like that and then merchandise which is huge because they only spend 200 bucks at lulu oh Why yeah spend uh, we went- at least 80 with you I took Jess and her mom there,
0: and my sister and a boyfriend came out. I, we we bought candles. We bought I I, I got my kid a uh, a moxie signature scent. That yeah. was so cool. Uh, moxie uh beanies and hoodies, like crop top yeah. hoodies and all that kind. of. Yeah. I got a ton of moxie
1: apparel now. Awesome, yeah, like created all this stuff, you know, and, and I love it. That was it. That was the brand, and then um, website, you know, bringing it to life online. That was the other part of it. And I'll I'll go through that yeah. real quick. You know, people want it to be so different, right? People talk about this is where, you know, you got to have your call to action and you got to have your button and stuff in the market. And you probably like, Boris, what the fuck are you doing, man? That's prime real estate. But Moxie is such a statement name that I firmly believe when they land here and they see that, they'll do the scroll.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I, think this is, again, when you fill the real estate up with clear, yeah. concise messaging, I have no problem. But okay. when I'm generally looking at a gym's <laughs> I website. I was going to get yelled at
1: on the podcast.
0: <laughs> no, it, but it's like when I look at something and it's not clear, it's not concise, and then there's no fucking button, I'm like, all right, well, you, now, we're, now we've lost it on both fronts. But if you can yeah. be, again, something like this, and this is such like, this looks like a magazine, like yes. the cover of a magazine.
1: Yes, Thank you, because <laughs> it's supposed to, you know, and it's, we want to, like, not shy away from this message that it's unapologetically for women. You know, we want to speak to how does she want to feel. She wants to feel motivated, challenged and strong. It's only about like three scrolls in that we talk about the actual workout because you yep. want to, the website's yeah, touch the place where you explain this shit, right? Yeah. The website's the place where you explain what's actually going to happen when you come in, yep. right? Um, intentionally small exceptionally guided so we can speak about the coaching and you know then first ladies grab the deal and the imagery supports this you know joel had a photo shoot you know mm-hmm. they're, they're they're drinking they're having fun like moxies and mimosas you know like oh, yeah all this sort of thing is going on um it's then- a co-
0: again it's it's cool like it's like it's when the people cool. want to cool, like, again, if you're listening to this, guys, you got to go watch the video. You got to look at this brand. You look at all this that Boris created. You just look like, fuck, that looks cool.
1: Yeah. And it's I always say, you know, like authenticity plus consistency. equals yeah. to Cool. Yep. Right. And this is, this is is all about it. And, you know, not everything has to have imagery. Not everything has to fill up the whole page. I think people get caught up in, in saying too much. Yeah. It's better to say a little bit of something, you know, it, and going
0: to the authenticity and consistency. So I, I believe a mm-hmm. lot of gyms, uh, they, they throw a bunch of shit together, website and social media. It's not even mm-hmm. authentically them. Like it doesn't – They're yes. like, yeah, it's not really how I feel. And then it's not even consistent. The website doesn't look like the social. The social doesn't look like the newsletters. The newsletters don't look like this, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And it's like yeah. you don't have anything. And then they just look at this like why is this so cool? It's like, well, yeah. because from the beginning, like literally the very first page of this PDF you showed us in her brand guide yeah. – Yeah. It felt like what we're looking at right now. Like, again, it's consistent. He's taking you through this journey where now, and again, he's taking you through a journey here in this podcast, but like a prospective client went to Google searched gyms near me, saw one only for women, which is going to be unique. They're going to click a website website's going to take them there. They're like, Oh, okay. This website. Okay. They're going to always backtrack the data and look at the fucking social media. They're going to look at what kind of people work out there and what kind of workouts do they do now? The social media is going to look like the website. And then you just feel like they've got it together. Like, I feel like this yeah. is a consistent trust kind of thing.
1: Yes, trust. It creates, it creates trust. And that's what consistency does. It, if you think it's not a big deal that, you know, they come to your website and then they get an email and the email's just got like the generic MailChimp or Whatify or whatever. And then they come in and then you hand them like this photocopied piece of paper with a waiver on, like at every point there's a disconnect, right? It's almost like red flags dating this person but you know you try. he probably one too many drinks at dinner that i didn't like like you you know there's little check marks going against your name and then something happens one day and they're like this experience isn't for me right but when you give them something cohesive from the beginning and everything's everything's there they're like i want to marry this person sure you know and here's one page that i recommend everyone does like you don't have to have a website with me, any website that you have, if you can build a page on it, this is a page to build. I do this for all my clients and I call it like love local and it's your favorite food, coffee, drinks, and um, you know, like hikes, whatever, whatever the case may be. But these are links to other businesses in your town. Say a little bit about like what you love about them. And, you know, basically you make yourself, someone who enjoys healthy living, who enjoys being part of the culture of the place that you're in. So, you know, you become kind of like a go-to of a curator of how to live a good and healthy life in your area. Like for Joel, it's it's Pineville, you know, for other people, it's you know, San Mateo, California, Like wherever it is, you be the expert. And then guess what happens when she goes to Pineville Craft Beer? And says, yeah. hey, I've got you on my website. I list you as one of my favorite places. Do you mind if I put some flyers right here? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Of yeah. course. Thank this you is, for, for the shout out. You know?
0: For her B2B strategy. This is literally- Guerrilla marketing. St- yeah, You're these are the top to ones, ones that she's going to do her B2B stuff with. And, um, yeah. It's, and that's uh, something that
1: you can steal right away and put it on your website now. I'll tell you, uh, for my
0: line of work, what I've got to do in this particular case, I had to take this from concept, from a real estate perspective to- um, to, to opening. And I'm not always fortunate enough to have a a studio or a business owner work with you on this. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of work, even, even again, when they don't, we, we still get there. We still get there. there, It's still levers you can pull. I'm I'm, not the only one. Our, our work is way more cut out for us on the pre-sell side than someone who has a completely, who has a very, just has just like an attractive magnetic looking brand because they've invested Mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and generally, so I can go through line items and look at the equipment line item list, and I'm like, no, 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 boom! There's Boris right there, right yeah. there. Like, you, get, you don't need this, 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 and this. Boom! That'll take care. of You will have the best fucking looking brand in this city. I promise you. Get rid of those six items. I promise you, you don't need them.
1: I gotta, I gotta start paying you commissions, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, for Joel, I, I, you know, on the business side, and I'm, I don't want to yeah. go. I, I wanted this to be more about the brand, but I want to say one thing about this. Joel approaches me. Um, I actually got to meet her. She's actually in an old episode of the vlog when I was vlogging. Oh, she came in right. to Charlotte, North Carolina. I was introduced to her uh, by a mutual friend, um, Nick. He's the co—he's the one that he's the co-founder of Reflex Radio, um, mm-hmm. and she's in New Jersey. And she's a fitness chick. And so he's like, hey, you know, my friend's coming in. Would you mind chatting with her? Sure, absolutely. So I, I'm like, you know, I got her permission. She let me put the camera on. And I just recorded the conversation. And I don't know, I think it's six minutes of it are made it to a vlog. And then fast forward years later, COVID and everything, I think, brings her down to Charlotte from New York, from New Jersey. And mm-hmm. she wants to open a studio, which is, you know, so very serendipity of the whole thing. But yeah she was a part-time or she's a full-time career woman. She is in the corporate world. Yeah. And we got to a point where I told her in the beginning that your superpower do not change. Dude, do not even think about going full-time in this business. It's the best thing in the world for you not to do. Yeah. And she bought into that, but I don't mm-hmm. think Joel was, you know, overly enthusiastic about things going on in her corporate career at the time. And she yeah. was at a point where she was ready to jump and like go yeah. all in on this. And I, yeah, I really had to push back and be like, listen, you, you, you pay me for a reason. I need to tell you, you need to trust me on this. Do not do it. And I've made Mm -hmm. content on this. Like if anyone's listening to this and you have a concept of opening a gym, you have a full-time job, keep your full-time job. I promise you, I promise you you are light years ahead of your competition who have to instantly from month one extract money out of the business to live. And then some people like, yeah. well, I, I won't have to. I've got some savings. I'll, you know, I yeah. probably, I'll be good for like six months, bro. No, you need like a couple, you need to have a couple years worth of runway yeah. with this whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. Joelle, now she's going to have a business that she's already, she's not a hundred percent in. So she's not going to have a hard time replacing herself because she had to replace herself from the jump.
1: From the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. The exactly. beginning. And then she won't have the attachment, the. Uh... The emotional attachment, the whole thing. She won't have have the belief that she's the only one who can run that business. She gets to have the best of both worlds. And, you know, I can imagine that a lot of people, I'm going to like what you're saying because there's this romance of, you know, the entrepreneurship dream, the American dream. You go all in on your dreams. You go all in on your passion. You have to devote everything to make this work. And it's just not realistic for we're, a lot of people. Yeah, it puts it's, undue pressure on your spouse. It puts yeah, undue that, pressure on you. And you make, and I'm sure you've had this with owners, you make short-term plays when you should be making long-term plays.
0: It, this whole, like, uh, if I get someone on the phone and we're on our initial call and I feel like this person, man or woman, is just um, a little bit of old school. and like, oh, no, fuck it. I'm just going to put my head down and fucking just push through this. I'm like, yeah, we're not going to work. I work smarter. I don't work harder. Yeah, I, yeah. I li- and and that's what I that's what I do for you guys is that we're going to work very smart. I'm going to tell you there's hard work and you're going to do hard work, but yeah. you're not going to do hard work at the sacrifice of doing smart work. And yeah. there's a smart way to do things that will Such save you money. Yeah, and so and and you know, Joel's doing that and um and yeah. now again then the goal is the business is going to get to a place where these she can then make the choice. Yes. Hey, whatever. I can maybe I just want to jump in full time because I've absolutely had it or whatever my you know my goal would be for her to at that point be able to jump out of the corporate world but not have to jump full time into moxie if she doesn't want to right like um and you know
1: know what's interesting about joelle and like I want to give her props she's like a like an undercover operator you know what I mean like when you talk to her and you've had this experience and even on the call, like she's just laughing and having a good time and stuff like that, but she can work and she could, she could work smart and you could tell that every skill that she honed in the corporate world, every meeting she sat in, she learned and she's applying it and, and uh, so much respect for her because I always say the brand's only as good as the owner. You know what I mean? Like I can only create what's already inside and her vision and her passion for that vision was so big. But she had that, she had an understanding of how a business works. And I think everything you said to her about, you know, don't don't quit your full-time job, she understood that she can make it way bigger if she if she didn't have to extract money from the business, if she didn't okay. have to make short-term decisions. And and you know, it gives her a level of, of clarity that a lot of operators don't have. Um, so all all props to Joelle because yeah she's she's very um, it's funny I'll tell this story real quick Um, my mom hurt her back right and isn't huge on like going out and and seeing a chiropractor and stuff like that I talked to my friend Jake Alec um, Dr. Alec out of um, Illinois because I did his branding and stuff and I'm like, if I could go to anyone in the world, I would go to him. And I reached out to him I'm like, Hey, look at these scans. Can you tell me like sure. I'll pay for your time or whatever? And he's like, man, I can fix this. It was like a bulge, bulging disc. He's like, I could fix this over zoom. So <laughs> I get, my, I go to my mom's house, I get a laptop and stuff. He just guides her through these exercises, her back pain, which was debilitating goes away. So oh, shout wow. out Dr. Jake Alec, Alec paints a performance. If anyone's in the Illinois area, that's the man. Um, but yeah, it fixes her backup, right? And then I have a meeting right after that with Joel. So I'll, like, I'll do it at my mom's house. My mom's outside doing her thing. I have this 30 minute meeting with Joel, and she comes back and she's like, What the fuck do you actually do for work? She's like, All I hear is, <laughs> and you're just having this good time. And she's like, A decent business. I'm like, that's just how it is. And that's how Joelle is, you know, like she's got a really positive approach to all of this. A lot of my clients are like that. My wife always used to say when I work from home, she's like, "All I hear is you cracking up laughing and then you turn up these brands. And I'm like, but it it, it it serves the hypothesis that I believe that people who work out a lot are just more fun to work with. Sure. And and, and that's just been the reality of working with Joelle. So it's, it's often that, but yeah, Joelle's like this very bubbly, Right person, and, and just a, a, a awesome operator in the back end, but in she no is. small part due to your guidance as well, for sure. But she, I, I will,
0: you know, uh, to, not to continue Gush on Joelle, but she's one where generally, if I if I lay out a strategy for someone in many instances, I've got to go ahead and un, I've got to unzip it and I got to pull it out mm-hmm. piece by piece by piece. I have no problem explaining the ins and naps with Joelle. I can literally just be like. This is the strategy. Here's the high level, and she yes. instantly has. She's unzipped it. She's pulled out. Like she, we're speaking the same language. It just it yes. goes light years faster with certain individuals. Yes. They yes. can. They as soon as you say a strategy, they're like their brain just ticks. All she needed was that she just needed me to shine the flashlight in a certain mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. and then she looked yeah. over there and she saw what I saw.
1: Yeah, and this is why. Like sometimes people will come to me, and the business isn't doing too well, and they think branding is going to be the answer, right? And there's been times when I've referred them on to you because I'm like, you don't really need branding. It would help, but you need business coaching. Like you're not seeing things in this in this in this scenario, sure, as you should be. And I recommend you because you're like one-on-one, very specific to their problem. Where you know there's there's benefit to the cohorts and all that sort of stuff, but. You know, it's very different to have someone working with you one-on-one and addressing exactly what you need, exactly the way you need it. And like you said, for some people, you might have to unpack that a little bit more. For Joelle, you didn't need to. There's other things that you have to unpack for her, but you can kind of modulate that. So I think that speaks to to what you do and why it's so effective because I've never had anyone who comes to me after working with you who goes, I didn't really get anything out of suit. It's always like, he set me on the path. And now I'm ready to do this. I would much yeah. rather someone come to me after like six months of, of of being coached through business and then come and do the brand, because chances are they're going to have a much clearer picture of what they want to create.
0: I just think this model of having people uh, in mentorship or business coaching forever is just fought. It's just like, no, I want to get like, we've talked you and me have taught this. I want to get fired. Like my best moment yeah. is going to be getting fired from the client because they can yeah. now act autonomously. And if shit yeah. pops off in the future. They know how to get a hold of me and I'm yeah. there. But it's like, Which is really
1: fun for me to create as a, like, because I'm doing the WTF gym talk branding, right? It's like, how do you design a brand that's designed to get fired? Like, that's awesome. And it's so counter to what, what we're told to do. Because yeah. everyone's telling you, you gotta have like this many people on this much monthly retainer and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, are you solving their business problems or your yeah. own?
0: We just did one of the call today. I was like, you you know, blah, blah, blah. This will probably, my guess is you'll probably have this problem figured out in about five months, maybe sooner. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you can fire me and uh, we can still be internet friends. And they're like, what? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to work with you. No offense. I don't want to fucking work with you forever. If I do that, (laughs) I'm not that good. Like if you constantly, and I think gym owners have a hard time in coaches because they think like, Getting fired equals cancellation. Cancellation equals bad, in my opinion. Getting someone to it's why you know you and me are such fans of the OPEX brand. Like getting someone to autonomy in their fitness, to where they stick around because they want to. Like I've got clients that could easily have fired me. They have not. Now, granted, there's always something for us to be discussing in the business. And the longer it is, the more higher level it becomes. And those are more fun projects. Like buying a building um, starting yeah. a second or third company that's adjacent yeah. to the current one. Um, yes. and that kind of thing. Yeah, but you like, get to solve different
1: problems. Yeah. I have correct. a few of those. I have a few ongoing clients like Betu's performance is, is one of them. We've spoken about them. At, like, yeah. They're the a podcast. client of mine too. They're phenomenal. Yeah. They're awesome. And you know, for them, it made sense. Spencer, like behavior performance research, Jason, who we share um, arena athletic club, yep. Hydra, like these are ongoing clients that I'll do something with every quarter Yeah, and it's because of the benefit to doing it but often it's like catch and release and i want to put the power of your brand in your hands so you don't need me but if you have other cool ideas and you're like with bear 2 performance you know they're going big on the um on their strength school which is you know uh their youth performance side like let's work out those those problems and, and bring branding to it but um yeah this this perpetually having someone there to kind of it it is. It speaks to that mentality of like I need someone else. I can't do it myself. And I think what you do is like you got this, and I'm here if you need me. But yeah, you you can do it.
0: Yeah, and my business model doesn't revolve. I don't. I I don't want people on this recurring thing for forever. I think people are afraid. It's gym owners too. They they're afraid to lose the client. Like if there's another. Trust me, there's another business gym, micro gym mm-hmm. starting up today. Oh, and another one just happened. Oh, another (laughs) one just happened. Like, there's never going to be a shortage of work or a shortage of clients. Like, you know, when people cancel your gym, you can't get upset about that. It's two things. What is your average length of membership? What is Mm -hmm. your average lifetime client value? Did this person meet or exceed that? If they met the average or luckily, exceed, hopefully exceeded it, you did Mm -hmm. a great job. There's no, there's no shame in that. Now, if they canceled well below the average length of membership... And whatever. And if there's
1: several people doing that, then yeah,
0: then yeah, then we problem. have then there's an issue, right? But it's yeah. you know it's all perspective, and it's like
1: yeah.
0: um, this 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 uh, scarcity mindset of like, well, I, there's not that many clients out there. I don't want to let these people go. Yeah. I'm like, no, trust me, there's plenty of fat people in this world for Mr. Gym owner. You're gonna be <laughs> just fine. You and you yeah. said you wanted to help so many. You wanted to help as many people as you could. Well, guess what? Yeah. The best way for you to help more people is for your current clients to cancel at a certain time because you can't fit everybody in the building
1: a good way to look at it 100 yeah, and seeing <laughs> it as an opportunity i want to i want to i want to give people one one big takeaway from from Let's moxie both from joelle as a as an operator you as a coach me as the branding guy um she bought into the idea that you can't be for everyone right you you should not be for a generic everybody you should be for a specific somebody and Essentially, just by making it a women's only gym, she cut out 50% of the population, cannot attend her gym. Right? You say that to someone who's like, everyone's my market, everyone's welcome here. You know, they think that's going to bring more money. No way. Like, Joelle's going to do better by cutting out, first of all, cutting out 50% of the market, then laser focusing on this specific person who's a mom who is also like, sees herself a certain way. And, you know, she has her ideal client. My message is like, don't be afraid to niche down to the core of your business like who can you serve better than anybody else can speak to that person because they're out there they exist and they're willing to pay a premium that's the boris
0: message. always with the good uh the endings these podcasts uh boris where if people are curious i don't even know again I don't, I don't know where your wait list is uh on you working with you and stuff but i'm gonna let people reach out and talk to you individually about their projects where sure. can they get a hold of you
1: uh, best way email me boris at metconcreative.com.au um, metconcreative.com.au is my website and i'm at metconcreative on instagram booking wise i am booked up until april but i'm taking bookings for then so and even if you want to have a conversation before that i'm open to that um are we going to talk about econox Oh yeah, that's right.
0: So, uh, yeah, real quick, give me your, so if you're not familiar, kids, just Google Equinox. I don't speak January. It was a, um, just a marketing message that they sent out. They're always known yeah. for a little bit more elitist, uh, more yeah. in your face kind of marketing. What was your take on, uh, we don't speak January.
1: Obvious douchebag campaign, a hundred percent on brand for Equinox. Yeah. Right. They know exactly who their market is and they know exactly how to do, like Donald Miller talks about it in Story Brand, They know who the enemy is. The enemy is mediocrity. The enemy is you and me and the average person who thinks they're working out, but they're not like us, you know, because I'm an elevated fitness uh, practitioner, right? Like I'm performing uh, and I'm living an optimized life it's it's like they're not going for you know Stu and boris they're going for chad and you know th- yeah. that's who they are we all know that's who wall they are.
0: street traders guys that you that are you know, driving around in a in a you know ferrari like you're right and so like people I saw... who are going to
1: go there as much as a status symbol as they are like like to them it's that membership is also the country club membership yes. it's the it's the tesla you know, and the, the highest model of Tesla, you know, it's it's everything. It's, it's, it's a status symbol. Their clientele would love that they can't come in there in, in January, you know, and, and just start off there. Yeah. You know, that's
0: the, the biggest number one, like people like, oh, it's what do you think? It, it seems so elitist. I'm like, that's a hundred percent what it's meant to be. You fucking yeah. like, of course it's elitist. Yeah. That's the whole point. Like being elitist is not a negative. Like, again, I don't yeah. like being an asshole. In my yeah. opinion is not a negative. If that's yeah. part of the brand that you're trying to curate, it's yeah. not a bad thing. I mean, look at what yeah. like Dave Portnoy and Barstool sports. So much of that is this brash asshole yeah. kind of thing. And be like, he's such an ass. I'm like, Bingo, like that's the listening. point. That's the listening. whole point. That's what they want yeah. to be. Just because yeah. you don't like it doesn't yeah. mean that it's not an, a, an accurate representation yeah. of them being authentically who they are and they've just yeah. done it consistently over time. Yeah. yeah, like,
1: and this is the thing. People were shocked. Oh, I can't believe they put this campaign out. Oh my God, we have an obesity crisis and blah, blah, blah. They're not, they've never been trying to solve no. that. They've no. always been the elite, like... The, the, the guy you look at, you're like, oh my God, what a douchebag. And then he walks into Equinox. Like that's, 100%. that, uh, I guarantee you, when they did the ideal client avatar exercise on their end, because be sure that they've done it, that's the client. That's 100% the client. I the interesting see, flip of that. so I can see
0: Equinox pulling a move like in the future. I could see Equinox doing something elitist around cancellations mm-hmm. and quitting the gym. The most elitist thing I ever saw when I first got into the CrossFit space, I worked out at the original Rogue Fitness, Mm -hmm. the original. But this is like Bill and them were just making some barbells in the back, and they had uh, uh, in the center of the floor, the gym floor, they had a rope and it had a bell at the top, very much like seals. (laughs) And if you wanted to cancel the gym, you had to yeah. come in and you had to be able to climb the rope and ring the bell in order, and it had to be at the six thirty p.m. because that's the busiest class time. You had to do it at six thirty wow. p.m. Otherwise, you're just still going to keep getting charged. That's hilarious. Yeah, but I mean, like, I is that elitist? A thousand percent. Yeah. Um, do yeah. I think they probably? I mean, like, I and also back there is like, well, what happens if someone couldn't climb a rope, bro? I was there in two thousand six. Uh, everybody could climb, could climb a rope. Like the one yeah. thing about CrossFit early on. Like early, early on, everybody was fit because it was only the fit people that would even,
1: it was tip of the spear, super tip of the spear. It was police guys, army guys, firemen. These were were already fit people who, like, the gym and the running wasn't enough. I was the least fit
0: guy and I was just a sports, like, college weight room guy. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, uh, but yeah, no, I'm glad. Well, I'm glad that was your take on it.
1: Yeah. The last take that I have on it is um, so much free publicity from other gyms for them. Like I had so many people on my Instagram sharing it. We'll take your money in January. You know, we speak January and I'm like, all you're doing is giving this reach. And the, the Equinox's ideal client is definitely on Instagram. And somewhere along the way, they might come across you advertising their douchey campaign. And it's going to resonate with this person. And they're going to go, I'm going to go to Equinox. So free publicity is, it was a genius move. Like I, I hate the message. I think it's elitist. I think it's it's everything that their brand is, but you know, it's it's what can you learn from it? Figure out exactly who you are and then speak to that unapologetically. I, That's the, it. Yeah. The,
0: I did that video on Noble when Athena Perez, mm-hmm. she made a very, you know, it was a very public thing that they, they wanted uh, yes. Noble to have double XL size clothing and Noble yes. said no. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they've changed that since, but at the time, yeah, I saw this outrage and people like, no, they should, they have to be inclusive. Like, no, they don't. No, they don't. Like, no, do I personally think it'd be a nice thing for them to do and whatever? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I think there's someone Same. who's wearing double triple who needs a triple XL, noble T and they're in the gym every day, busting their ass. And I am vote. I am fucking cheering that person on. I am, Same. but I, Same. You, but you cannot tell a brand that they have yeah. to do a thing. They are not, yeah. They are not here for your, for, you know, let's call it crusading. They're not here to move mountains. They're here to sell apparel, sell gym memberships to a very particular group of people. Um, Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, exactly, I'm,
1: exactly.
0: We are uh, got to McDonald's step step. asking
1: for your macros.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Fuck yeah, yeah. That's a great, great comparison. All right. Yeah. Boris, thank you very much for coming on, man. We will do it again soon. Everybody, Uh, until I talk to you again in the next episode, have a great fucking day.
1: Thank you very much. Bye.